At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We're off and running on a Tuesday evening from our Circus Sportsbook studios here in downtown Las Vegas. Jeff Parles, Tim Murray with you for the next three hours. Another a division a day. What do you think about that name, huh? Yeah, not bad? Eh. Like an apple a day? Okay. Hey, look, look, there's nothing wrong with a good alliteration, Tim. Thank you. That's all I'll take. It's, it's the compliment I was looking for, Jeff. I was the one who thought of it, so <laughs> I thought I would get maybe a little more enthusiasm, but that's okay. Uh, today, we will do the NFC North, uh, certainly a division of very uh, lots of intrigue, and I know someone on this desk has some, uh, some thoughts and some tickets on the NFC North. We will talk about the NFC North. Uh, a little bit later on uh, as the uh, division a day continues. Uh, yesterday was the NFC East. We should have done the NFC East today knowing that there would be a brawl at Giants uh, training camp. Look, look, anytime you can get a comparison to the Herb Brooks incident preparing the 1980 Olympics team for uh, the Olympics after that draw, I believe it was Norway, that caused the again, again, again scene that we all know about it seems that Joe Judge had, had that today, and it wasn't even the best part of the of the day. Giants cap. So clearly, I should. I haven't played it yet. We talked about it yesterday. I said the play I would make if Jeff's money was uh, sitting on this table. And I said, oh, thanks. Uh, would be the Giants plus four fifty. Should so this is your nineteen eighties moment. All right, so I'm in Giants. That's all I needed. I needed a brawl. And uh, and Daniel Jones on the bottom of said brawl, <laughs> just not great. Hey, look, any time. Hey, Dave had a very bizarre camp because he had the first day of practice. Kelvin Benjamin 
legitimately walk off the field before practice starts and gets cut before the first practice started. So <laughs> a very odd camp in East Rutherford so far for the Giants. It's a shame Hard Knocks isn't there. I know. That would uh, that would be entertaining. The uh, star you see if you're watching on vcin.com, that is where Hard Knocks is with the Dallas Cowboys. So we will keep our uh, division a day rolling on NFC North today, taking a look at the Vikings, Packers, Bears, and there's another team. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of movement. Uh, you know, the Lakers were uh, kind of the the joke of the, of the day on social media, but by the end of the day, and, and we'll get to this a little bit more in depth, I actually – Kind of liked what they put together today, and there's still a couple pieces out there uh, for for the Lakers to do. As you see, uh, some of their moves, um, and uh, not on there is uh, getting Kendrick Nunn to the mid-level exception uh, to get Malik Monk at the minimum, and then Kendrick Nunn at the mid-level. I thought were uh, two very nice additions. So more on the Lakers here in just a little bit, but let's get to it. Huge, uh, huge showdown, huge series starting today with the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros. This is the first time the Astros and the Dodgers have faced since the cheating scandal. Um, Got a pretty good pitching matchup in Lance McCullers, and right now your favorite to win the National League Cy Young in Walker Bueller. So the Dodgers right now at home, a minus 176 favorite against the Houston Astros with with. Bueller on the hill over under set at eight and a half. Uh, I know you you made a spit, uh, summer league bet, so I, <laughs> I I know you had some sort of action on baseball today, there, Jeff. I have the Padres. That was my baseball bet. Uh, the, the Astros were, were were a hard look as well for me mm-hmm. because when are you going to get the Astros plus one sixty? Like that's 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 what is behind us here at Circa. Yep. It's just a huge price, and it's not a a big pitching matchup mismatch. Uh, Walker Bueller obviously now is the favorite for the NL Cy Young with DeGrom getting hurt. But Lance McCullers has pitched pretty darn well this year, Tim. So uh, a plus 160, a plus 155 at DraftKings, you're just not going to see that very often pre-flop on the Astros. That's why I took the Padres plus 140. You just don't see those numbers on these teams uh, pretty much ever. You just take the numbers, and if they lose, so be it. If they win, well, you take advantage of a big number on a good team. Yeah, the Padres being plus 153 uh, at uh, at one spot here in town. Uh, and right now with a one nothing lead in the first, we'll keep an eye on that. Let's get it really rolling, though. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Here we go. It is a Tuesday evening, live from our Circa Studios here in downtown Las Vegas. That is Jeff Parles. I am Tim Murray. We've got a full slate of baseball, unlike last night. Pretty light slate, but Olympic basketball last night. I'll give us a little, just a little one of those because the way we handicapped that game. Now it wasn't with conviction, and this is you gotta slam it home. But when we discussed this game, Jeff. What did you say? You liked the first quarter, mm-hmm. Spain plus four, ding. I said play the first half, Spain plus seven and a half, ding. ding. I liked before, because when the show started, the United States was only minus 12. I 12, actually, 12 and a half, yeah. And I said, I actually like that. By the end of the show, or before tip, because the game tipped off before the, the show uh, concluded, 
It was minus 15 here at Circa. You said, I, I think I'd go the other way. You could have middled it. Now, look, I'm not going to say that it was a slam dunk. Well, Kevin Durant's slam dunk did make it a 14-point <laughs> game. But uh, so that, you know, that was, uh, that was a good way to feel. Uh, we will really dive into USA and Australia, which should be a terrific matchup. And I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll just be honest, um, you know, I think the United States will win. Uh, by the way, my super square parlay with all the favorites did come home. Uh, just the money line of all four. I still am surprised that I got it. At, I think it was minus one twelve. Getting all, I had two double digit favorites, eight and a nine, and it came to minus one twelve. Uh, and and all of them came home. All of them covered the opening number. All of the favorites last night in Olympic basketball covered. The opening number. Slovenia covered. The United States covered the opening number, not the closing number in some spots. Uh, France was able to cover just barely. And then uh, Australia. Woo, boy. Uh, if you watch that game today, whoo, man, be ready. That is that is not going to be easy for the United States come tomorrow night at 12.15 Eastern, 9.15 Pacific when we're watching it. Not on television, on Peacock. Um, but um, I took the points with Australia. They're a really good team. I think the United States will win. I think they're playing better. Um, I, I'd be very interested because the public's going to bet the United States, as you would imagine. Um, but this line, open 12, hasn't moved, and I think it's a little too high because you said something, uh, Jeff, about this game, and I thought it was spot on, and that's why I took Australia right when I saw the 12. It's the same number the Spain game opened. Yeah, that that's... Australia's a far... Su- is, is far a su- superior. They are a superior. They're a better team. And and if you watch the Spain game last night, what did you see? You saw, by the way, Cavalier fans, you're not getting that tomorrow, <laughs> this season. Don't <laughs> even, don't even think that, about it. There's not going to be any we are witnesses to Ricky Rubio because, my goodness, that dude looked out of this universe last night. 38 points for Ricky Rubio. But what did you see? You saw Pau Gasol at 40 plus years old. Marc Gasol at 36. Jeff's favorite player Rudy Fernandez up there in age. Uh, Usman Garuba was out there. He looked you know, pretty good. He looked alright. Uh, I think you know. I think the, the Rockets have got some something there. Um, but that, that's what we said. You know, Spain is just old. You know, it was a great rivalry for a long time. Uh, the USA, for the most part, got the best of them in, in every big spot. Um, and, and last night they were able to do so, and, and Kevin Durant looked like the Kevin Durant in the Bucks series, which I was kind of saying, where, where is it? You know, Luka Doncic is, is carrying a nation of 2 million people to a semifinal and, and pretty much a lock for a medal, and uh, where, where's that? And Kevin Durant showed it last night. So uh, I liked what I saw there. I do think the United States wins gold, but I think this is going to be an annoyingly close game. Uh, and, you know, single digits come the fourth quarter. Well, remember too and and we we we've seen this plenty of times in in these Olympics and in the exhibition games and in the past. Guys who are mid-level point guards in the NBA turn into superstars in the Olympics. Patty Mills. And Patty Mills, who by the way signed with Brooklyn this morning, a very nice pickup for the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. has been absolutely tremendous in these Olympics and was tremendous in the exhibition game against Team USA here in Las Vegas for Australia. Look, the Aussies, the Aussies have a pretty formidable Olympic roster here when you're talking about 
Patty Mills, legitimate NBA player. Mm-hmm. Matisse Steibel, legitimate NBA player coming off the bench. Joe Ingles. Uh, Joe Ingles. I uh, wasn't going to forget our, our, our guy Joe Ingles. Who don't don't forget in, Joe Ingles. Who no-showed in the NBA playoffs, but that's a different uh, story for <laughs> Oh, he'll today. show up tomorrow. Uh, De- you better believe it. You know Del Vadova's going to play hard. Sure. Same with Dante Exum in this international uh, uh, showing. And uh, look, Jack Lendell was a really good college player at St. Mary's who's played very well in this tournament as well. Look. Should U.S. should Team USA win this game? Yes, but twelve. Seriously, the same number that the Spain game was for the longest time is just too many points. Uh, take the twelve with the Boomers, and I will say this, Tim. If you think Australia is going to win this game, and I'm not of that camp, oh, bet them to win the gold. Plus eleven thirty to win gold. Yeah, it's a pretty good bet there. Tim. Yeah, I, I would. That would be my. If you do believe that there could be an upset, so right now you're looking at Circa plus 525 on the money line. If you think, I don't, but if you think Australia can win tomorrow night, bet them at plus 1130 to win the gold medal. Uh, I, I think Australia, I think the winner of this game wins the gold medal, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying that. Um, if France beats Slovenia, yes, but if it's, if it's Slovenia, Australia, I feel like Luka would find a way in that one, Tim. And and, and it's no slight of Australia. They're... they're as overall team, they're the second-best team in this field. I think they would find ways, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully we won't see, actually, because the United States, I'll be cheering for them just to win by 11. <laughs> and maybe a backdoor cover, uh, because I, I'd rather not be the, all that uncomfortable. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, sticking with basketball, yes. uh, free agency continues to be crazy. And, you know, look, the, it's funny, because this is the way my mind works. The Lakers were... The joke of social media today. Everyone was yucking it up. Carmelo Anthony is signed, and oh my God, they're so old. Uh, look at the moves that you know Dwight Howard, and um, you know they, they're just signing all of these Kent Bazemore, uh, Trevor Ariza, all these former Lakers. How are they going to win the championship with these minimum players? Didn't disagree, but I just thought, and I sat there, and I said, you know. This can't be it. This isn't all their moves. And what ended up happening? Now, they didn't get Patty Mills. I thought that was a miss for them because he goes to the Brooklyn Nets. I thought I think the Brooklyn Nets have actually had a really nice offseason, in my opinion. Uh, I, I thought them getting Cam Thomas at LSU oh, yeah. was a terrific selection there at 27. Uh, he's, he's a bit, the M.O. on him is a bit selfish of a player. Well, when you go and play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden, you know, that ain't going to fly. So you better you better figure it out, young fella. And I think he will. And I think he'll be great on that second team. But them to get Patty Mills for the mid-level exception, I thought was a, a very nice select, uh, pickup today for the Brooklyn Nets. But for the Lakers, to get Malik Monk on a minimum contract, how did that happen? Uh, yeah, I, look, I, I realize that Malik Monk hasn't been, you know, lighting up the world uh, in the NBA, but Malik Monk, at his age, uh, I, I thought this was a a terrific pickup uh, for for the Lakers to get a guy double figures in scoring. Uh, not that long ago, a lottery pick. They get him on a minimum contract. They get Kendrick Nunn, who was renounced by the Heat, and then they get him. You were wondering, you know. With all of these signings, right, you had Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk. No one had reported who was the mid-level because none of them were. 
And then they got Kendrick Nunn, who reportedly got other offers, but decided to go and, and sign with the Lakers. So I actually like what the Lakers have done. I still don't love to trade for Russell Westbrook. Maybe they could figure it out. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. I think there's going to be really nice moments in the regular season because that's what Russell Westbrook does. Come the postseason, we will see. But they're not done yet. I, I am still very curious to see what they do with this Dennis Schroeder situation if there's a sign and trade still out there for Dennis Schroeder to bring back something, whether it be Buddy Heald or just something of of, of an asset uh, for the Lakers. So... When the Carmelo signing went down, everyone was was yucking it up. I actually think the Lakers had a pretty good day. First off, the Malik Monk signing is tremendous. Yeah, for a minimum he, contract. For a minimum contract. Old. And also, too, for what they needed, they needed a knockdown shooter. And Monk, uh, coming off his best year, obviously there's been some problems in the past, but he was 40% really, from three really good year. last year for Charlotte. I actually like the Carmelo move. I, don't even, <laughs> I actually like the Carmelo move because what they need him to do is stand behind the three-point line, barely defend, mm-hmm. and shoot threes. What's wrong with that at this point of Carmelo's career? Absolutely nothing, And Tim. he's not afraid of the moment. Oh, of course not. And that's the thing. I mean, you, you do have a lot of guys with, with tons of confidence on this <laughs> Lakers team. But for <laughs> yeah. Carmelo, you know, look, we saw it plenty of times sitting in this space when Portland was on and he would have these quarters where he would just get on fire and hit four threes, 18 point quarters. And you're like, good. That's what, that's what we need. So uh, for him to be the 11th man for the Lakers, fine. That's fine. And I think, you know, with still some space left, do they go get more size? Do they go get a JJ Redick? Uh, I think that could be a possibility. Um, so I, I, there's still some something up Rob Palenka's sleeve, but yeah, Malik Monk at the minimum at 23 years old. That that was the best, Taylor uh, Horton, best one of the day. Well, I think, and also, I mean, to get a Horton Tucker back uh, at 20 years old, that to get him to you know the you know three year deal, I thought that was you needed to bring him back. The questions now with the Lakers obviously are: you lost two of your best defenders in Alex Caruso and. Uh, KCP, Catavius Caldwell Pope. I think the Caldwell Pope loss is going to be significant. Uh, you know, I think that one stings. And you think back to the Buddy Heald reported trade, KCP wasn't in that. Mm-hmm. The 22nd pick wasn't in that. So we will see what ultimately happens. I, I just, I still think they overpaid for Russell Westbrook. Did they really need to give away the 22nd pick? The, the Wizards didn't want him. They, they wanted him out. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think all things considered, I thought they had a pretty, pretty good day for the Lakers. Tim, I want to look at another team. Okay. First off, I'll make this quick on the 76ers. Whose big off season move <laughs> is Andre Drummond. The thought process of Drummond and Embiid playing on the same team is one hilarious because in the past, Joel Embiid, and there was a tweet circulating of, of he was him. in his head. He, I mean, Andre Drummond legitimately got tossed from two straight Piston Sixer games because Embiid was so deep in his brain. Uh, and, and look, for a team that really needs better spacing, especially if Ben Simmons is not going to be traded, and it sure looks like he's not going to be because the Sixers want too big of a package for him, Andre Drummond can't be your 
your move. I'm no. sorry. A- even if it's a small minimum move like it was, you can't bring that guy in. Just absolutely horrible from Daryl Morey and company in Philadelphia. I want to touch on Chicago, though, Tim. Please do. Because DeMar DeRozan, good for DeMar DeRozan getting the bag. Three oh, yeah. years, $85 million. There are a lot of people in Chicago who are going to be very excited over a six-seeded best. This roster construction is really bizarre. Tim, I mean, even Danny he, Burke was tweeting out that he was wishing into existence. Now, what he was again, well, well, Danny, Danny, I love Danny, but the blind optimism there, uh, not a, uh, not there for me on Chicago. Who, by the way, went up from eighty to one to sixty to one to win the title. Now twenty-eight to one had uh, to come out of the Eastern Conference, but. Look, they're they're them and the Knicks. They're those two teams as off seasons to me scream. We're okay with getting the five or the six seed and losing in the first round of the playoffs for three straight years. Yeah, the Knicks off season. I heard Zach Lowe kind of breaking it down, and it, it, he made some sense about it. Where you sign these different pieces to different level of contracts, so then they're expendable, they're movable, but. Evan Fournier, four years, $78 million. Derrick Rose bringing him back for $43 million. Uh, re-signing New Orleans Noel. I, I just don't understand the total direction of where the Knicks are going. And, you know, for the Bulls, you make that move uh, to, to get Vucevic from Orlando, and now it feels like Vucevic doesn't fit the, the mold of this team. You know, Lonzo and, and Levine are going to want to run. And, and DeMar DeRozan, he can't shoot, so he'll just run too. I, I don't know how this team kind of meshes together. Bizarre roster construction. And for Orlando, man, I, I feel like Orlando, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Franz Wagner, but it feels like Orlando got the better of this deal, at least right now, uh, with Vucevic going to Chicago. Chicago's clearly all in, right? They are all in. All in for to, that six seed. To make this happen. <laughs> and I, I like the acquisition of Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. I think he made strides in the right direction. I just, I'm not a big DeMar DeRozan not at, not at this point of his career. Too. And he's just, you know, in this day and age, you got to be able to, I tell you what should be exciting. And I, I joked about Cavalier fans don't get too, uh, you know, carried away with Ricky Rubio. Bull fans should be excited about the way Zach Levine's shooting it. Now, this might be a, a hot streak, but the guy's shooting like 50% from three over in Tokyo, which is tremendous. And that's what you need. But no, the, the Bulls to me uh, certainly aren't a contender. Um, you know the Heat. Uh, I, the Heat are, are the Heat now the third best team in the East. No, I, I don't know if they are either. I, I, I don't. I, I think. I think the Hawks. You got to give them credit for how they finished out the year. Um, and right now you're looking at the, the the defending one seed in seventy in the Philadelphia 76ers. I think in most people's minds are now they're the, number four. The four. Yeah. It, to me, Tim Brooklyn, the rightful favorite. Still surprised you're having to lay a price. The Bucks, the rightful second favorite, is the defending NBA champs. Atlanta, to me, is pretty clearly the third best team at the moment. Unless if Philadelphia really flips flips some things over over the next few weeks here in free agency. Well, they got to figure out uh, um, John Collins' situation. He, yes, he's not happy about a five for one twenty-five deal. Seems fair to me. It's Jeff Barles. I'm Tim Murray. We're just getting rolling. It is the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nightcap here on VEASAN. Not a great day for the Indianapolis Colts. No. <laughs> and uh, we'll get into that in any movement again. Just a bizarre nature. Frank Reich just throwing his hands up saying, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. We'll continue our division a day. Uh, we'll talk some NFC North today. Is anybody going to unseat the Green Bay Packers now that Aaron Rodgers is... Happy in uh, in Green Bay, or you think he's happy? I don't know. He's hard, he's hard to read. He's there. How about that? He's just there, uh, and that that that's all that really matters uh, right now. So, um, so we will talk a little Colts, man. Uh, a tough tough go of it for the Indianapolis Colts, and uh, if there were any changes, we do have do have a uh, the 400 meter hurdles about to uh, take place. I. I can't handicap it for it. All I'll say is that the men's 400-meter hurdles that we watched last night might have been, and I, I heard Rye Benjamin this morning uh, who, who took silver and uh, broke the previous world record by like a half a second uh, and still got second. <laughs> um, say it was the greatest race in Olympic history. I, I am no Olympic historian, but it was pretty damn good. It, it was entertaining, and the fact that the dude who finished in third place 
broke the world record was was something. Legitimately, three of the four greatest times in that event right. ever. And again, they, they've been running the 400-meter hurdles uh, for, for over 130 years now, uh, Tim. So, look, uh, it, it was incredible. And again, even if it's half as good, that's still pretty darn good here, Tim. I don't know if uh, NBC will put together a uh, documentary like they did on the 4 by 100 Freestyle relay in uh, 2008. I actually watched it over the weekend. Pretty good. Pretty pretty well done. Um, and that was. Uh, I remember watching that race. That game. That race was was absolutely tremendous. All right. Let's uh. Let's get uh, let's get updated on uh, on some happenings around the uh, the world of sports and uh, most importantly, uh, what Jeff is betting on, which is summer league. And no, <laughs> the summer league is not happening here in Las Vegas. That will happen. In a couple more days. Sunday. And that, I would be like, ah, that's respectable. It's in town. No, no, no. There's actually Summer League happening where? Sacramento? Sacramento and Utah. I haven't seen any Utah markets out here because the Utah Jazz have two teams in the Summer League. And their first team lost by 48 earlier today. They did. The Utah Jazz blew. Yeah. Lost to Memphis, 104-65. to Yeah, so they lost by a lot. Uh, so... No odds in Utah, at least here in Nevada. So I blindly bet the under in the Lakers in the Heat game, which my whole thought process was these guys just met each other three days ago, Tim. How are these offenses going to look? It looked looked bleak in the first half, not going to lie. 94 points in the first half, Tim. But we get home at under 167 and a half, 80 to 78. That's 158. And our producer, Aaron Oster, trying to talk me into betting the later game which I think I will bet the under blindly of Golden State and uh, Sacramento in the late game in the California Classic. They're calling it the Summer League in Sacktown. Good luck. <laughs> I also have the Padres in a more normal bet. There you go. Uh, Padres up 4 nothing right now over the A's in the bottom of the second inning uh, with Blake Snell on the hill for the San Diego Padres. And, yeah, I liked your rationale on this one because how often are you going to get the Padres – as a, you know, plus, what'd you get him at? Plus one? I did not get the best. I think I got plus 140 was my number. So I, I missed the best of it. By Still a pretty good number for the San Diego Padres. Understandably. Oh, excuse me. I shortchanged myself. Plus 146. There you go. So that's okay. And the closing number was here at Circa, plus 146. So you got okay. the best number there, there here at go. Circa. Uh, other spots maybe a little bit higher. But, you know, Sean Manaya, uh, someone vying for the AL Cy Young. Um is on the hill tonight, and he's getting uh, getting hit up pretty well. Uh, also, Zach Wheeler uh, got got banged up a little bit too today. He was a guy that was in that cluster. We talked about his WAR. Uh, I think he had the highest or the best WAR uh, in all of baseball. Uh, the the Phillies ended up winning today, which uh, I can't imagine is something that you enjoy seeing as a Mets fan at the Phillies. Well, the Mets aren't winning another game the rest of the season. So <laughs> I, 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 I've resigned to that fact there, Tim. <laughs> uh, Zach Wheeler did give up four runs on eight hits tonight, uh, but the Phillies get the win over uh, the Nationals. So uh, Zach Wheeler, who was entering today the favorite to uh, to bring home the Cy Young yeah, in the National yeah, League. Yeah, the one quick caveat with that is he did pitch into the eighth inning. Yep. So, uh, Girardi letting his horse go a little longer than you would have because of, again, a horrible bullpen that Nearest and Alvarado actually only allowed ba- one base runner in their inning and two-thirds of work. Tim. I'm going to pass this uh, stat along as we head to break. The last time a Mets starting pitcher recorded a win, July 23rd, 
Mets starters have four wins total in their last 47 games. That, and they're still in first place. Is somehow. that good? <laughs> I, I, no, it is not. Not ideal. <laughs> it also isn't good. Quentin Nelson being out an extended period of time. We'll talk some Colts on the other side. It's the nightcap here on DC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including college and the pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer here for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 and or start your all-access trial today, vcin.com backslash subscribe. And uh, we will talk some college football in the next hour. Look at some of the over-unders. Uh, I didn't, uh, I forgot to put my over-under uh, that I really liked in uh, 
But we, we, we broke down the conference, and there was a couple that I liked, but I forgot to put in the, uh, the one that I, that I really liked uh, into the magazine, so we'll talk about that a little off the beaten path, but uh, a particular team that, that I like and a play that here in town you can make. Uh, if you're in Las Vegas, but we're going to talk some uh, we're going to talk some Vikings and NFC North coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes with uh, Matt Collar of uh, of the Purple Insider for up uh, up there in the Twin Cities and uh, talk some NFC North in our a division a day. But let's get you updated on what's happening over in Tokyo. Mentioned last night, the 400 meter hurdles was. Unbelievable race where you saw the world record go down, absolutely shattered, and Rye Benjamin lost to Karsten Warholm of uh, of Norway. Warholm broke the world record by almost a second. Rye Benjamin beat, broke the previous world record by five seconds, or excuse me, by half a second. Uh, another world record. Uh, Sydney McLaughlin, as the United States goes 1-2. Jeff, in the 400-meter hurdles for the women, and Sydney McLaughlin, who was a pretty significant favorite, uh, minus $3, she brings it home, and uh, the United States goes 1-2 in the 400-meter uh, hurdles. So another, uh, another couple of medals for the United States coming home. The, uh, the world record in the, uh, the women's 400 hurdles lasted a grand total of uh, 28 days. <laughs> so uh, a little bit different than the uh, men's world record that was broken uh, yesterday, uh, which had stood since 1992 in Barcelona, but very impressive race. And uh, McLaughlin and Mohammed really, really tight the whole way through. But McLaughlin, again, a big favorite, uh, came through and gets it done for Team USA. Yeah, by 12 tenths or 12 hundredths of a second, uh, she beats Delilah Mohammed, who goes 51 58, and uh, Sidney McLaughlin went 51 46, a new world record. So, congratulations and a 1 2 finish for the United States in the 400-meter hurdles, which just looks like a horrendous event. I mean, that looks awful. Imagine hurdling and running the lap. I mean, that sounds, that's terrible. I got it. How do you do it? I don't know. Um, all right. The Indianapolis Colts. Yesterday, they find out Carson Wentz out five to 12 weeks with a broken bone in his foot. That, that bone has since been removed. Uh, it was a very successful surgery. Uh, per Frank Reich earlier today. And in that same breath, in that same answer, Jeff, in which he was discussing the injury that his quarterback had sustained and the surgery that his quarterback had just underwent, he mentions, oh yeah, by the way, our all-pro guard, Quentin Nelson, has the same exact injury. He will go on to undergo surgery if he hasn't already uh, in a matter of time. And he will also be out Five to twelve weeks. So, in the mid, in the matter of two days, Jeff, the Indianapolis Colts lose their quarterback for five to twelve weeks, as we discussed yesterday. Quite the wide range, and they lose arguably their most talented player in Quentin Nelson, who is an All-Pro right guard. Man, that is that is some tough. That is a tough pill to swallow if you're Frank Reich uh, and. We discussed yesterday the start of the season, and Indianapolis opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Seattle at home. Carson Wentz goes out. Jacob Eason steps in as of now as the starter. Line flips five total points. Quentin Nelson is now out, 
and that has moved the line a half a point in some spots, and here at Circa, a full point. So right now, the Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road week one at Indianapolis, and man, that uh, I don't like to see injuries, but if you were able to play the Titans over the weekend like I did, and, and just or, or even prior to that, you know, when the, you know, the, the Julio Jones trade went down uh, and you like the Titans, you feel pretty good right now because you look at that schedule to start the season, the uncertainty of quarterback, an all-pro guard, not, not the best start to training camp for the Indianapolis Colts. So we talked about the schedule last night. Yeah, there it is. And there it is on your screen at vcin.com. They are going to be a favorite assuming Wentz is out until, let's say, week They'll be six. an underdog in seven they, of the first eight They teams. will be an underdog against everyone but Houston. Mm-hmm. And Houston is, is historically bad, potentially looking at it preseason, Tim. Yep. I will say this, though. The Nelson injury is much worse for them than the Wentz injury because if you had your, if you had your full offensive line Ready to go that with Nelson, who Tim Nelson, Quinn Nelson's best guard in football, and you have him ready to go with the a new look offensive line. Because remember, Costanzo retired in the offseason, so it's a little bit different than it was, but it was still a top notch offensive Brought line. Brought in Eric Fisher. Yep, still in a top notch offensive line for Indianapolis. And with the way Frank Reich coaches offense, it is a run heavy system, regardless of who the quarterback is. Even we saw last year with Philip Rivers. There, which, by the way, Philip uh, didn't shut the door that he's completely retired today. So maybe we see some chicanery in the next uh, few weeks if Wentz's uh, surgery doesn't go as well as uh, as they hope, or at least a rehab, uh, I, I should say. But you take Nelson out. That's just such a giant downgrade to the next guy where you at least could put a path together where Indianapolis, of their first six games, finds a way to get two or maybe if everything goes right, gets three. Because they just go ball control like they did in Kansas City two years ago with Jacoby Brissett where they won that game at Arrowhead on a Sunday night. But you can't do that now with Quinn Nelson out. And that's just a just too big of an ask for a quarterback in Jacob Eason who isn't ready to be an NFL player, or at least an NFL starter. So uh, Indianapolis, to me, you could at least saw a path where it wasn't a disaster at the beginning. Now it's a disaster until Wentz and Nelson get back, but especially until Nelson gets back. Yeah, you look at that left side of the line. Eric Fisher's there. Um, new left tackle. Mm-hmm. Would have been nice to have, you know, the best guard in football by his side to maybe help him out a little bit. We will see. First eight games, assuming both of those players are out, which they could be back, they will be underdogs in all but one of them. Head to the NFC North, a division a day. we do that next right here on the Nightcap. job description instantly more at indeed.com slash credit it is the nightcap here on vsin jeff parles to my left tim murray with you and it is time to check in on another division we call it 
a division a day. Yesterday was the NFC East. Today, it will be the NFC North. Later on the show, we'll look at some season player props, and then we'll wrap up the show with some predictions on the NFC North. But let's get an inside look, and uh, let's head to the Twin Cities and bring in Matthew Collar, who is the Vikings beat reporter for the Purple Insider. Follow him on Twitter, at Matthew Collar. Uh, certainly has been a uh, an unusual week, Matthew, uh, when it comes to the Vikings and uh, and their situation with COVID. Um, you know, when you look at just gambling-wise, everything that's kind of unfolded this week and, um, you know, the coaching staff being uh, pretty out, out front about you know why this is why this is going on and and the Vikings Twitter feed posting it out there i guess my thought process is look at the end of the day the quarterback room should be ready to go for the season but is there a worry that a divide or just some wackiness between Mike Zimmer and that and that quarterback room more specifically Kirk Cousins because of this whole kind of vaccination drama yeah, I think calling it unusual it probably is an understatement a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen a coach over any subject call out a quarterback so directly as Mike Zimmer has about the vaccination issue. I mean, uh, he hasn't really been um, tiptoeing around the fact that he thinks it's selfish for players not to get vaccinated. He, he called Jake Browning really, really smart a couple of times because Browning is the only vaccinated quarterback in the room, and thus he has been practicing in the last couple of days and taking advantage of his opportunities. And, you know, I think if you're Kirk Cousins at the same time, you got to feel like, wow, thanks, Mike, for really defending me, right? <laughs> I mean, this, this marriage between Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer has just never really been a fit. They, I don't know that they've ever been on the same page um, I remember reading Bruce Arians' book a couple summers ago, and he talked about how close the head coach and quarterback need to be, but I've never really seen that between these two, and I think that this causes even more distance between them. Um, but the fact that that's not super unusual over the last three years, I don't know how much that will impact things when it comes to actually playing football games, but where it could is if Kirk Cousins still refuses to get vaccinated and he ends up on the COVID list again, which I think – is a reasonable possibility. And I, and I think that's why Mike Zimmer is coming out so strong. He knows that if he's without his starting quarterback, even as nice as uh, the story of Jake Browning has been, um, he's going to lose football games. And, and that is Mike Zimmer's biggest concern. I don't think he cares what people debating politics are saying anywhere. He's about winning football games, and he knows you can't do that without your starting quarterback. Well, and, and Matthew, I, I, I would imagine, too, for Zimmer, who – could possibly be on the way out also if the Vikings have an underachieving year that getting your ducks in in order uh, and getting uh, getting that issue resolved quicker uh, rather than longer would definitely help things. But one one thing I want to I want to ask you about Matthew looking at the defense which underachieved in a big way last year uh, a few moves this offseason I don't know how impactful all, any of those moves will be even though I'm a fan of the Tomlinson move. Just what have you seen so far in training camp from that defense? Uh, uh, again, I know we can't glean too much from it, but what have you seen so far? Right, yeah, today was their first padded practice, so I'm not ready to um, champion them the top defense in the league yet, <laughs> but there's way, way more talent on the field than there was last year. I think last offseason, 
they sort of talked themselves into, hey, we can lose all these talented guys like Everson Griffin and Limbaugh Joseph and Xavier Rhodes, and we'll just replace them with guys we've been developing and move forward. Well, it turns out some of those guys they tried to develop didn't ever really fully develop. So this year they took a different route, and they went out and they spent in free agency to get Delvin Tomlinson. Uh, Michael Pierce is coming back, who they signed last year, and to completely revamp their cornerback room, Patrick Peterson, Bashad Breeland, Mackenzie Alexander, all signings to go along with uh, Cam Dantzler, who was a rookie from last year that they liked. And it's so evident that there's so much more talent on the field right now, not to mention the fact that Daniil Hunter is healthy and Anthony Barr is healthy, and both of them missed uh, either the whole season or almost the whole season last year. And I think what we know is that if Mike Zimmer even has a decent defense in terms of talent, they're going to be good. I mean, last year was a serious outlier in Mike Zimmer's career. And even times where they've gone through some things or had injuries, the defense is still sustained as pretty good. And so I think the expectations are very high, which again sort of ties back to the COVID thing because Zimmer is looking at the talent on the field uh, on his defense and saying, well, this defense can take us somewhere. But he, again, knows it's not going to take you anywhere if you don't have your quarterback. Or and, and Kirk is getting all the brunt of this, but he's not the only one. I mean, there, um, there was a report today out of the Washington Post that they are the most unvaccinated team in the entire NFL. I mean, so, I mean, Zimmer, there's no way he's getting any sleep during this camp with that going on. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Matthew Collar joining us covers the Vikings for Purple Insider. Follow him on Twitter at Matthew Collar. And, and we're looking at divisions in its entirety and uh, the NFC North here. And, and, and what a crazy weekend it was uh, just two weeks ago when the, when the rumors were out there that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. The Vikings became the favorite to win the division. And then he shows up because they, they come to an agreement. So he's there in Packers camp. The odds have shifted back in favor of the Green Bay Packers. And, and when you look at how this division is, is, is laid out right now, Packers, you know, odds on favorite at around minus 160 or so. Vikings at, at plus 250, Matthew. And then the Bears. A lot of people want to take that flyer on the Bears because of the intrigue of Justin Fields. Uh, how do you see this division playing out right now? Yeah, first, with all respect to the bookmakers, I never believed that Aaron Rodgers was done <laughs> because I cover the Vikings. And, I mean, this is a, right? I mean, this is a team that usually has uh, whatever can go wrong, go wrong, as we've seen in the last few days. Uh, but, you know, I, I think what you've seen, think about it this way. Like, the last two years, Aaron Rodgers has gone 13-3 and both seasons. The Minnesota Vikings have, I think two 13 and three or better seasons in their franchise history. I mean, that's, that's the difference of Aaron Rodgers versus what you're talking about with Kirk cousins and, and the Vikings needing everything to go right, to have a chance, which they usually do once or twice a decade where a case Keenum comes in and Rodgers gets hurt and you kind of, uh, you know, defense your way to a 13 and three season, but it doesn't happen all that often. And so I, I look at it as one of the teams is a Super Bowl contender Two of the teams could make the playoffs, and the other team definitely exists, and that would be Detroit. So they're really like not in this conversation. But with Chicago, you think about it. I mean, having a rookie quarterback and going anywhere is not easy, but their quarterback play has been flat-out bad the last couple of years, and they've been in the playoffs more often in the last three seasons than the Vikings have been since they signed Kirk Cousins. So, 
you know, I think that it's kind of neck and neck with those two teams. And the most interesting part of this is that the Vikings and Packers and Vikings and Bears do not play each other until the second half of the season. And that's where I really want to know, like, what does Justin Fields look like by week, I think it's 15, that they end up playing? That's so hard to project right now, although the highlights in camp do look good. Matthew, uh, you, I, I want to go to the team that's at the bottom because they do exist. The knee biters? Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the, the Detroit uh, Lions, who have the second lowest win total in the entire NFL at five uh, at DraftKings. Just look, on paper, this is a really bad roster with a quarterback that we don't think is any good in Jared Goff. How bad do you think it could be for Detroit? And then just coupling that, then linking it back to the other teams in the division, how important is it for the other teams that the Lions are 0-6 in NFC North play? Yeah, yeah. So here's the one thing that comes to mind, though, um, because I've been making fun of them. And on my podcast, I've sort of put it out there as a poll, like, should we interview someone from the Lions or are they not relevant enough? <laughs> but uh, here's one, one thing I'll say, though. Having an up-close seat of Matt Patricia's coaching, I've never seen worse. I mean, he ran the same def- he ran the same defense every game against Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins shredded the hell out of him every single game. Look up Kirk Cousins' statistics against the Detroit Lions for these last three years. He has something like 130 quarterback rating against Matt Patricia's defense. It couldn't be worse. He was manipulating players. He was playing man coverage every single down. I mean, Darius Slay, I think, is still dunking on him. So the one thing that I would leave open is just that their coaching was so bad, sort of like, you know, if you have a bad kicker one year, you just bring in anybody and assume it will be better. It's the same sort of thing. Like anyone could be better. So Dan Campbell doing his player first, kind of, I'm going to, you know, act like the dude and like that whole thing that might play with a bunch of guys who clearly distinguished the last uh, guy who was there. And the other thing is they do have a good offensive line. And with Jared Goff, when he was at his absolute best with the Rams, they had a good offensive line. And when that started to deteriorate and he got pressured more, there were some problems. So I'm not talking you into the Lions. I'm just saying if there's one scenario I could see where they are relevant, it's that they want to play hard to show that Matt Patricia was really the problem. Matthew, 10 seconds. Green Bay win this division this year? Yeah, yeah. I'll take them at 13-4 and four and the Vikings at like 10-7. and seven. All right, there you go. Matthew Collar covers the Vikings. Check him out on Twitter at Matthew Collar, purpleinsider.substack.com. Matthew, great stuff. Appreciate the insight. Yep, thanks for having me. There he is, Matthew Collar. Uh, you could have got yourself a, a pretty nice ticket. Like when I went on with you on a numbers game and you said, hey, Packers even money. They were. Yeah. It was up there. Look at that smile. <laughs> it was a look great at that number. smile on hey, his hey, face. Look, look, that's one of those. If it, if it doesn't work, we tip the cap and move her, move along. Tim. That's Jeff Parles, a happy man with a Packers ticket yeah. in his pocket. I'm Tim Murray. I don't have a Packers ticket. I have a Titans ticket, though. That's so good, too. That makes me happy. We'll talk some NBA. It's been a wild free agency so far. We'll hit that on the top of the hour. Stick around. It's the nightcap. You're on decent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.